Today's Shir in Yerushalmi Sanhedrin is dedicated to the memory of Pesach Gershon ben Yisrael Fish Oliver Shalom and for a Rufu Shalema for Yosef Yisrael ben Zelda Betoch Shar Chole Yisrael. We are beginning with the Mishnah Halacha Gimel in the Ozvahar edition, four lines from the bottom of Davtes Amid Aleph. In the Vilna edition, it is on Davzayin Amid Aleph. Begins the Mishnah. Ain done in Loyas Ashevet. This halacha, this Mishnah, discusses the various halachas which require a Sanhedrin of 71. Not three, not 23, but 71. The first one that we mentioned is the Shevet. On this, the Korbanah says, Mefarish. The Gemara is going to explain exactly what is the case of Shevet, a tribe which requires a bezin of Sanhedrin Gedoil of 71. And Veloyas and Navi Asheker, the Korbanah tells us the Navi, the false prophet, gets Chenek. He is choked to death. And the Gemara will explain how do we know exactly that a Navi Sheker, where do we see in the Psukim in the Torah that it requires a bezin of 71? And the third case was Veloy as a Koyen Godel. A Koyen Godel also, if any case against him, the Pnei Moshe says, four lines from the bottom, on the left-hand column, Vedafke Dine Nefoshish al Koyen Godel. That's only if the Koyen Godel is involved in Dine Nefoshis, in a Chiv of one of the Dalad Misois, where he could die, then he needs 71. If he has a monetary dispute with someone, then all that is needed is a bezdin of three, like any other person. The Korbanaida tells us that three lines from the bottom, the first wide line, that the Pasik says, And we interpret this, Chazal interpret this to mean, a dvar of shell gadol yaviyu The matters that have to do with with a gadol should be brought to Moshe Rabbeinu. Now, why do we say that Moshe is like seventy one? Says the Karbanaida, O Moshe b'mkayim shemvechad kai sharei loynis manu haskenim elalakolov. Yisrael gave the suggestion to Moshe that he should delegate many of the cases so that it takes the yoke off Moshe Rabbeinu. But when it came to 71, they helped to alleviate the yoke from Moshe. But any matter that Moshe would have done by himself, it shows that he has the strength of a full Sanhedrin of 71. Says the Karbanahita continues, without them taking over many of the cases, everything that requires 71, it was done by Moshe himself. And as the 71 were only a help to Moshe, but in matters where Moshe didn't need their help, then he was able to do it on his own. So we see that Moshe is equal to 71. The next halacha, which requires 71, the last line in the Gemara, the Ainmoid Sin and the Chamas Rishus, as we turn to Dav Testament Beis, Ella Alpibezin Shashivim Bechad, that if a king wants to go out to a volunteer Melchama, it's a Melchamas Rishus, 
It's a discretionary war. Explains the Corbinate in the last line on the Amid in the right hand column. Call Mulchama, Chutzman Mulchemes, Shivas Amin, Mulchemes Amala, Kriya Mulchemes Rishos. So Mulchemes Rishos is any war that is not against the original inhabitants of Eretz Canaan, the Shivas Amin, but rather it is a war that there's no mitzvah. And also another war where there's a mitzvah, the Corbinator tells us, Mulchemes Amalek. Any war besides from the Shiva Amin or Mulchemes Amalek, that's what our Mishnah and the Gemara refers to as a volunteer discretionary war. Now, on this, that um, you're not, you do not go out to a Melchemes Harishus only with a bezin of 71, the Korban Eida makes mention of a Gemara, which we actually find in the Bavali in Brachas, Gimel Amit Beis, beginning of Dalad Amit Aleph, that by David it says that they went first to Achitoifel. Achitoifel was the advisor how exactly they should carry out a certain war. And then it says, B'noyo ben Yehoyada, and that's what we have at the beginning of Dalad and Aleph and Brachis, Zusan Hedrin. Why is he mentioned? So both the Pnei Moshe and the Korbanatists say the same thing. He was the greatest of the entire Sanhedrin, and everybody went after him. And that's why he is named here specifically. The Korbanate, uh, uh brings down Yehoyada ben Benoyohu, which was the father of Benoyohu ben Yehoyada. And the Pnei Moshe brings both. He says... In the second line on the right hand column of the Pnei So he brings both. Anyway, whoever was the head of the Sanhedrin, uh, after they had the idea of how to wage war against a specific enemy, which they got from Achitoifel, then they went to the Sanhedrin. Interesting, Rashi in Brachas Gimel Amid Beis says, why did they go to Sanhedrin? To get Rishus, so that that the Sanhedrin should daven on their behalf. And then they went on, to, the Gemara says, in Brachas, they went on to the Urim Vetumim. The Urim Vetumim would explain to them whether they would be matzlich in this battle or not. Continues the Mishnah. We don't add on to the Kedusha of Yerushalayim, Val Azoros, or the various Azoros, that are found in the base Samigdosh, the various courtyards. LLP Bethan Shoshim only with the Bethan of 71. So both the Corbinate and the Pnei Moshe say that Yushalayim, its Kedusha, is greater than the rest of the Kedusha of Eretz Israel. And the Azorois, says the Corbinate, is more Kadosh even than the Kedusha of Yushalayim. Says the Carbonada, the second um, short line in the left hand column, you're not able to create a new Kedusha unless you have a Bezdin of 71. How do we learn this out? And the Pneumonia goes along with this as well because the Pasuk says in Shmois, Chaf Hetes, Kechoil Asher Nimarisha, everything that I show you, Vechain Tasu. You should do the same. What is that referring to? Ladoris for future generations. And we learn out Ma Mishkin Kaddish Al Pi Moshe Shehubim Koyim Sanhedrin Gedayla. 
Like we learned before in the Korban Eida, that the whole Sanhedrin of 71 was only to be a siyua to Moshe as Yisrael envisioned it. But whatever the Sanhedrin Gedoyla could do, they were in place of Moshe. So Moshe could certainly do it. Moshe had a din of a Sanhedrin of 71. So if the Pasuk, the Chain Tasu is Ladoris, you should do Ladoris what I am doing now with the Mishkan. So just like Moshe is in the place of 71, so we learn out that any future Chidush of Kedusha, whether it's in Yerushalayim, whether it's in the Azores, has to come through a Bezin of 71. Continues the Mishnah, As the Korban says here in Diriyah Maskal, Ein Oisim Sanhedrius Shvatim, from that passage, we learn out from the proximity of the word shvatecha to vishaftu, we learn out that there's a mitzvah for each shevet to judge itself in matters that have to do with the shevet. But in order to do that, you need a bezin of 71, says the next Korban Eide, Kedash Shom HaMoshe. Tuhuki Sanhedri Yisbatzas Yisroi, Umoshe Mukam Shevechet Koi. Moshe was in the place of 71, and he made Sanhedri for uh, the Shvatim. So therefore, if you make a Sanhedri for Shvatim, you have to make it of 71, which is equal to what Moshe's value was. He was equal to 71. And we don't make an Irindidachas. That's a city that the majority of its inhabitants serve the Avodah and the whole city has to be raised to the ground, and the people have to be killed by Hereg, by being beheaded, we only do that with a bezin of 71. It says the Korban Eid, and different maslein oisin yernidachas, the chsiv. For it says, so it's a isha hu, oyes isha hi. Isha isha atomaitzil sherecha. The atomaitzil sherecha. Only an individual man or woman is taken out to the bezin that is found in your gates, but not the entire city. And where does this city go to? El lishar ham yuchet shuhu lishkas agazas shisham sanhedri gedam yashun. A whole city, if it's judged, and it goes to the special gate of the lishka of the sanhedrin gedayla of seventy one that was in the lishkas agazas. That's where they go. Continues the Mishnah. Ain oisn iranidachas ba sefor. We do not make an iranidachas in a border city. Korban Eida. This is a city which separates Eretz Yisrael from Eretz Amim. In other words, it's a border city. How do we learn it from the Pasuk? Because it says by the uh, by uh, serving of Avodah Mikirbecho, from your midst, Veloim and Asfar. And we don't make any Nidachas from a border which is not from the interior of Eretz Yisrael. It's on a border. And the reason for this we find in the Pnei Moshe, they can use this as an entry space to uh, destroy Eretz Yisrael, and therefore we don't uh, we don't let we don't 
let that city become raised to the ground. So the Pnei Moshe brings to our attention that there are many dinim in the Nirnidachas. So the halacha that we raise the whole city to the ground, that we don't do because that will encourage the Goyim to use this as an entry spot to destroy its straw. However, the other halacha of Hereg, as opposed to an individual who serves a Vodazor gets Skila, a whole city, a rival city that serves a Vodazor gets Hereg, beheaded, that halacha remains even in a border city. Continues the Mishra, we never make three Irnidachas, even if they're not border cities. But one or two cities that they should be in Irnidachas. That is done. Begins the Gemara. Um, the mission said that we are not judging a shevet only with a bezin of shem v'yechod. Isachami, come and see. Shnayim ain't done him like hoshin shevet. There are two ways to learn this Gemara: one according to the Korbanet and one according to Pnei Moshe. We will first learn with the Mahalach of the Korbanet. So, according to the Karbanaid, we learned further in Pegnik Marhadin, Halachavav, that Ain done in Shnayim Biyoy Mechot, that two people for capital punishment, in order to give the Bezin enough time to be able to focus and to judge correctly and carefully, they should not judge more than one capital punishment case a day. So, L'chayra, the Shevet here, is also speaking about capital punishment. So then, Kolshchein says the Korbanator, Shevet Kulish ain't done in Ka'achas. So if you don't judge two individuals for capital punishment, certainly you do not judge a Shevet for capital punishment. What will you tell me? That the Shevet means that you judge each individual of the Shevet. So besides the fact that this takes a tremendous amount of time, but besides that, the Corbinator says, the e kol achas when they my love and a shevet. Because if you are speaking about where we take each individual member of the shevet, then that's not a din of the whole shevet. That's a din of an individual. Individual, the Allah is, you only need a bezin of chaf gimel. This is the kasha according to the Corbinator. And let us see what the tarot says. Amr of Misnayah, benasi shratim himas nisa. Our mission is speaking about the Nasi of a Shevet. And the Korban says, he did an Avera, for which he's Chayav Mises Bezdin. So we need a Bezdin of Shem V'Echad, because the Pasuk says, in Shmoy Shud Cheschal Beis, Dover Godel Yaviyu Elecha, what does Dover Godel mean? We'll come to Moshe. Devor of Shel Godel, something that has to do with a Godel. Hainami Godelu. A Nasi of a Shevet is also equal to the Shevet. He's also a Godel. He's, he's the greatest one of in the Shevet. This is, so mainly this has nothing to do with capital punishment. And it's Stama Halacha. And Mimela, here we're not talking about the Shevet itself. We're talking about the Nasi of the Shevet, that he also is nidden by 71, which is the same Pasuk that we used before for uh, the Koyin, the Koyin Gadol. The carbonator used the same possible before on Ahmed Aleph, three lines from the bottom. Let us see how the Pnei Moshe learns. So the Pnei Moshe says, 
are the two that are mentioned in our Mishnah. And the Mishnah mentioned two people who need a Bezim 71. They are Navi Shekhar and a Kohen Gadol. So according to the Mishnah, the Gemara is asking a different Kasha. Not that it, it should be unable to be done them, but it, it's a Kavachimer. Why did the Mishnah have to tell it to us? Because If the if the uh, Mishnah is understood to mean the whole Shevet, so would you have to tell me that you must have a Bez of 71? Even these two people alone, the Navi Shekhar and the Kohen Gadol, the Pasuk states that they are different than other Yechidim. So a whole Shevet is certainly different. So it cannot be, the Gemara is trying to prove that it can't be that we're speaking about the whole Shevet. Because if these two individuals, the Torah was Moitzi from the claw of other Yechidim and said that these two special people require Bezden of 71, so a whole Shevet, certainly, it goes without saying, why did the Mishnah have to tell us that you need a Bezden of 71? That's how the Pnei Moshe understands the Kasha. What's the Torah? It's according to the Pnei Moshe. Benasi Shuatim Himas Nisan. And the Mish and the Mishnah is telling us that the Nasi of a Shevet is equal to a whole Shevet, and therefore we're done him with the Bez Nagadol. We're not speaking about a great man, as the Korban Edel learned. We're not speaking about the whole Shevet. We're speaking about the greatest one in the Shevet, that he has the same halacha as a Navi Shaker or a Kohen Gadol, and that he requires a Bez of seventy-one. And back to the Gemara, Amar Abelazer. I have a different terrorist. The mission is speaking about the plowing area of between two tribes. There's a wilderness between the two tribes, and each tribe claims it for itself. So in that situation, you need a Bezdin of 71, just like when Eretz Yisrael was established the uh, carbonate of four lines after it gets medium wide says at the near the end of the line. Since this is an Indian of Nachlos, and as who inherited this property, this shavit says we got this uh, forest, this wilderness, and the other shavit said we got it. Just like at the scholar, so you need a bezin of seventy-one. Who had been here? You need a bezin of seventy-one. Again, it has nothing to do with capital punishment. Um, of an individual or a shevet, it has to do with the nachla between two a disputed territory between two shvatim. The Gemara now wants to find out how do we know that a navi sheker has to be judged with seventy one, as we learned in our Mishnah. Says the Gemara, It says over here in the parsha of Zok and Mamre. It uses the word Zadon, as we find in Dvor Imperik Yud Zion, Pasuk Yud Beis, where Ish Asher Yaseb is A person will do it intentionally. And it says by Anavi Shekher Zadon, as the Pasuk says in Dvor Imperik Yud Ches, Pasuk Chavbeis, Bezadon Dibra Anavi. The Navi said it willfully, on purpose. 
Ma, it's not Bishoygig, it's Bemezid. Ma Zodn Shinemar Lahalm Novi Sheker. Just like in Dvorm Yutchas Chavez, that is speaking about a Novi Sheker. The Novi Sheker, Hakosmadabar, Av Zodn Shinemar Khan, even the Zodn that is said concerning Zok and Mamri, it, the really, the, the, the word, the Zodan is superfluous. It's not necessary. It's only coming so that it can, we can say that that Zodan refers to Navi Sheker. The Navi Sheker, it's interesting, according to Rishami, the way Xer Shava works is that if we have an extra word in one Pasuk and we have the same word in another Pasuk, so we say that the where the other parsha finds itself, like here in Navi Shekher, the reason we have the similarity in words is what, because we like stick in Navi Shekher into the parsha of Zok and Mamre, and whatever din Zok and Mamre has, that will be for Navi Shekher. And since the Zok and Mamre has to rebel against a Sanhedrin of 71, so too here, when we want to know how much of a Sanhedrin do you need against a Navi Shekher, we learn it from Zach and Mamri, from his rebellion, we learn out that you need a Bezna of 71 to judge the Navi Sheker. That's the sheet of Reb Zayra. Amr Reb Chizki, says, I have a different way to learn it. It says here in the parish of Zach and Mamre, Dibur, what is the Dibur? So we have a Machlokes between the Korban and the Pnei Moshe, exactly what the Gzeir Shava is. By Novi Sheker, the Pasuk is clear, but that's what the Gemara brings down. That was the Pasuk that we saw in Dvorim Yudches Chavbeis. The end of the Pasuk says, But the beginning of the Pasuk is, So there clearly we have Dibur. Where do we find Dibur by the Zok and Mamre, which we will say is referring to the Novi Sheker? There's an extra word that allows us to make the Gzei and it's as if Navi Sheker is in the parsha of Zok and Mamri, as we explained before. So the, here we have a Machlag, the Korban and the Pnei Moshe. The Pnei Moshe says that it's uh, based on the Pasuk of Asisah Pi Hadovor. Masha Enkein, the Korban says that it is from Vigidu Lecho Estvar HaMishvat. So that's what Rabbi Chisky says. Nem, Rekhan Dibur, Zok and Mamre, that's either Vasisa Piadover or the Gidulchastvar Mishpat Pnei Moshe Korban Eido, each one according to his own shot. The Nemel Holland by Novi Sheker, it says a Shay Dabra and Novi Shem Hashem. Ma Dibish Nemel Holland, Novi Sheker, Kosom Daber. The same like there in Dvorim Yitzchaskov Beis, that is certainly speaking about a Novi Sheker. So, Af Dibur Shanemar Khan, the Dibur, Kormnado, and the Plemash, each one according to his shot, the Dibur that said here by Zok and Mamre, it's also superfluous to tell us the Navi Yashar we have Xer Shava, and just like Zok and Mamre has to rebel against 71 in order to be considered Zok and Mamre, who had been, when we judge a Navi Shekhar, we need a Bezdin of 71. Continues the Gemara to explain the next part of the Mishnah. That we do not go out for a war that is only a permissible war, but not a war of a mitzvah, such as Mechias Amalek or the 
nations living in the earth's Canaan, the Cholu. And really, the more we're going to learn now is more concerned with the Vicholu, the etc., than the Emoetzil Mechemes Rishos. If we look in the Korban Eida, in the middle of the medium wide lines, he says, Hachi Garcinin, Taman Tanina. We learned there in a Mishnah. This is a Mishnah in Bavli Shuas Daf Yudalid, and in Yerushalmi, it's Perik Beis Halacha Beis of the Yerushalmi on Shuas Taman Tanina. There we have learned Emoy Sifan Aleir. Valazaris, Ella Bimelach, Venavi, Vurim Vitumim, the Sanhedrin Shiva Vachad, Ubishte Taidais, Ubishir. So we're our Mishnah when it speaks about adding on to the Azara or to Yushalayim. On the top here in our Ahmed, Amosifan Aliyar Valazaris, Ella Bibazan Shiva Vachad, actually the Mishnah there in Shuas enumerates many other things that are necessary to add on to the Azaris or Yushalayim. And the Korban Eda explains that in our Mishnah we're only concerned with where a Sanhedrin of 71 was used. So that is one of the items that we find in the Mishnah in Shuas, Sanhedrin Shushim But in totality, there are many more things necessary, and they are the permission of the king, permission of the Navi, Urim Vitumim, which was a parchment which had Hashem's f- full name, and it was in the Choshen that Aaron HaKohen wore, and it was stuck in the middle between the folds of the Choshen, and the names of the Shvatim were written on the stones that were on the Choshen, and when a question came up of extreme importance to the Klal, the Urim Vitumim were consulted, and letters were lit up, and the Kohen Gadol had to understand what those letters of the various Shvatim on the Choshen represented, and that was an answer to the question that Klal Yisrael was bringing to Hashem. So when you want to be Mosef on the Ir or the Azores, you have to consult with the Urim Vitumim. And then the Besden of 71, and part of the Kedusha of sanctifying an additional area for Yerushalayim or the base of Migdash was that it had to be accompanied which does not refer to the animals, as we will see, but it refers to the Chometz breads that were accompanying the Toda, Ubashir and with song. And then it says Besden Mahalchem, Bezdin with Wagushte Todos Akram, and two Todos were after them, behind them, and all the Jews were behind them. Hapnimius Nechalas, Achitzonis Nisrefus, the inner one would be eaten, and the outer one was burnt. What this means and why the halach is like this, we'll see first in the Gemara. Now let us return to our Gemara. Rabbi Udaimer, Bitchilah that, as we mentioned, a melech is necessary. Where do we find this? We find this all the way back to the beginning, the origin of the Kedush, of the base of Migdash, was when David purchased property, the threshing floor, from Arnon Hayavusi, and the Indivra Yamim, Aleph, Perikaf, Aleph, Pasuk, Yates, we find, 
that um, David HaMelech brought Korbanis on the Mizbeach in the threshing floor of Arnon Hayavusi because he needed a kapora. He had taken a censer, a census. He had taken a census of which which was not a authorized one, and as a result, thousands of the Israel perished. And then, when he brought these carbonos, a fire came down from heaven, consumed the carbonos, and ended the magefa. And this spot of the threshing floor of Arna Yavusi, this would become the site of where Shlomo Melech would build the Beis HaMikdash. So the Gemara says that the Kedusha of the Beis HaMikdash of Yerushalayim went back to David HaMelech, although it was Shlomo who was going to build the Beis HaMikdash. So now Betchila, in the beginning, back to the origins of the Kedusha of the Beis HaMikdash, Vayal David, Bidvar God, and the pastor continues there in Divrayom, Asher Diver B'Shem Hashem. So God was a Navi at that time. He told David to bring Korbanis in this place, and that would stop the Magefa. And David went up, Bidvar God, Zemelech, and Navi. So here we already see David the Melech and the Navi God involved in the beginning origins of the Kedush of the Beis HaMikdash. Then it goes over to Shlomo. Vayichal Shlomo Livnois is Beis Hashem. Be'erushalayim, regards the word in brackets. Shlomo HaMelech began to build the house of Hashem in Yerushalayim. Bahara Maria, Anhara Maria, Asher Nira Elov. Asher Nira. And the Pasuk there adds, Asher Nira L'David Avihu. Asher Heichen B'mkoim David B'goyrin Oren Hayavusi. So we're going to darshan all of these words, Asher Nira, Elu, Urm That refers to Urm Because Urm as we explained before, the letters would light up, and then the Kohen God would have to understand what the letters meant as an answer to the question that Kal Yisrael had. And then it continues that this was shown to David of you, his father. Why does it have to tell us that David is a father of Shlomo? We know this. So Elamai, it's a remis to Sanhedrin of 71. Says Sanhedrin. Where do we find that Sanhedrin is referred to as a vicha? Because the Pasuk says, Shala vicha Ask your father and he will tell you, your elders, and, and they will tell you. So we see this refers to the Sanhedrin. And we see Sanhedrin is uh, depicted as your father. Hashir, where do we find that to be moist when you you have to use song? Because the Pasuk says, that Hashir and half of the officers of Yehuda accompanied the Toda. And um, at the end of the Pasuk there it says, and the sons of the Kahanim, the Zechari, the son of Yonason, he took musical instruments of Dovin and Melech, and these included uh, trumpets and various musical instruments that had been used at the time of Dovin and Melech. Where do we find that the Lachmi Toda? The Chomets ones were also used in this procession. Vamida, this is Nehemiah speaking. 
They were part of the procession. To the right, next to the wall, which we were going towards the Shar Ha'ashwas. As we turn to Daf Yud Amr Aleph, Amr Rav Shmuel Bar Yudin, Maxiv Mahalchos. How do we know this does not refer to the Toidos, the animals, the Korban, but rather refers to the Chometz spreads of Toda? It doesn't say Mahalchos, they were walking. It says, Loi Taluchos, they were part of a procession. Others had to carry the Lachmi Toida. This refers to taking the Lachmi Toida by other people. The previous limit for all these things that are necessary in the Kedusha of uh, the spreading, the enlargement of Yushlam or the uh, or the Azaros, that was a pasuk in Navi. Now we're going to use Dvar Torah. Rav Yehuna found a pasuk in Chumash that we need all of these things. It says, You should build the base of Migdash like the Mishkan in the times of Moshe, as I show you. As Hatavnis the Mishkan, as Tavnis Kol Kela V'chein Tasu. What's the V'chein Tasu? So you should do it. Superfluous. K'chein Tasu L'Doros. We learn out. Now, whatever we did at the time of Moshe has to be continued in future generations. So Moshe, in Moshe himself, is a Melech and Navi. We have a Melech and a Navi. Uh, he had a din of a Melech Moshe, and he also was a Navi. Aaron, Elu, Rutum. Aaron was the one who carried the Rutum. Now, the uh, Korban Ada says, we're not Goyrus, this next part. Esfuli, Shivim, Ish, Mizikne, Yisroz, Sanhedrin, Shalvi, Chaliagetcha. He says, we're not Goyrus. But then we add Hashir, and we copy exactly what the first Monday Yomer said, with the trumpets from David Amalekh, it doesn't say Malchus, they were walking the animals, it means Taluchos, they were being carried. Elabin and Tila said was taken by somebody else, exactly like we had in the Gemara before. So the only difference is in the beginning whether those things, the Melech, Navi, is that a, from Navi or is it learned from the Chumash itself? Now comes the Machlaikis. How were these two Todos, how were they carried? Rabchia, Rabbi, the great Rabchia, Rabbi Shimon Bar Rabbi, and Rabbi Shimon, the son of Rabbi, had a machlaikis. One says that it was one taida up next to the other one. They were going side by side. And somebody else said, one of these two Amaroim uh, said, that one taida went after the other taida, or people carrying the one taida of Chametz went behind the previous one. Ushneim Ikorech Adarshim. They both learned from one Pasuk. Vatoida Hashem is the second Toida. HaHalechas Lemul was opposite. Vaniachor and I, Nechemia, was after it. Mandemar Zu, Keneged Zu, the one who says that it's one next to the other, he has the Pasuk, Hu Yoshimimuli. That when Bilok told Bilom to curse the Jews, he says that they are Mimuli. Now, Mimuli, it doesn't mean that Klai was behind, was after Moyov, but rather Mimuli means it was next to. 
opposite in the sense that it was next to. So that's why he learns that Zuka and Zu, they were two together, not behind each other, but but next to each other. However, Mandemar Zuachazu, the one who says that it's one behind the other, he learns it from the dinner Malika. Malika was done on a oif from the back. The card would use his sharp uh, right-hand thumb, and he would go through the spinal cord and through either the kana or the veshev. And um, so the Pasuk says, where exactly did he do this malika of an oaf? Umalak mimul arpoi. Opposite is arf. Now, an arf is the back of the head. So the spot where he had to do malika and cut one of the two sumanim, either the trachea or the uh, esophagus, he would do it opposite the oref, which is the back of the head. So he would do it in the back by the neck. So the neck was under, the spot that he did in the neck was under the oref in the back of his head. So here we have a case where mul means one after the other. So that explains the mandiomer zu acher zu. Now, mandemar zu keneged zu. So this is incorrect, and the carbonate has a different girsa. Mandemar zu acher zu. Nimsa kol mokrem umokrem is chaper betoyde achas. Now, the todos were going into uncharted territory. They, there was no Kedusha there. They were trying to expand the walls of Yerushalayim, the walls of the Azores. And a Toda is not supposed to be eaten outside of the walls of Yerushalayim. So when the first Toda went in, he went into Chol. It wasn't Kaddish. So he, on that Toda, there was a soul of Yotze. And that's what we're going to see. It makes sense why that one was burnt. The second one that came already came into a place of Kedusha, because that's what we say right here. Man da'amar zu acher zu, according to the gears of the Korban Eida, nimtze kol makom makom is So what is machaper that area? What makes it Kadosh? The first title. The first title went into Chol. The second title is coming into Kodesh through the Kedusha that was brought by the first title. Uman continues Gemara. Again, we're going to change the gears to here. Uman de Mar Zuachazu, or the way the Korbanayi's gear says, Man de Amazu Keneged Zu, they were both together. Nimtza Kol Mokum Mokum Mishapur Bishtei Titus. So it comes out that each place that they enlarge Yushalayim, they enlarge the Azaras, was Mishapur with two Titus. That's the ones that are going next to each other. They're both being Mekadesh. They're both entering into an area that is whole, and they are transforming it into Kodesh. Continues the Gemara. Man demar zu zu yeus. The one who says it's one behind the other, then the following Allah is, makes sense. It's correct. This, that, Nina, we mentioned it before, when the Corbinator brought it down on the Testament base. Hapnimius nechalas. The inner one is eaten, vachitzan is nisrefus, and the outer one is burnt. So why is that good? Because as we just explained before, if you hold one is after the other, so then the first one is going into Chol. 
The second one is the one that already goes into what is Kaddish through the first one. Because if it's Zu or Zu, then we say you only need one Torah to be Makadish. So the, then it makes sense why the Torah is Nisrefis, that first told is Nisrefis, because it went into non-Kedusha territory, so it was possible with Yotze. And then it itself created the Kedusha for the second one. So what would be the Pshat in Hapnimius? The Pshat would be the inner one that separated between the outer carbon and Bezdin and the Sanhedrin and Klai Yisrael that were in the back, that's the panimius. The inner one is between the outer, the outer toda and the whole procession that was behind the second toda. That's why it's referred to as the panimius. It was the one that separated between Klai Yisrael and the first toda. So then it makes sense that the panimius is eaten because it went into Kedusha. It was the second toda. And the first one is Nisrefes, because it went into Chol. Till it provided the Kedusha for the second one, it itself was in a situation of Chol. That's why you have to burn it up. So that makes sense. However, Man, Demar, Zukeneged Zu, but if you say Zukeneged Zu, so according to us, we have the Girsa, Ezui, Apnemius, which is considered the Apnemius, Zu, Shesmuch, Lebaez. So it would be the one that was closest to the base of Mikdash. So that was considered the Pnimi. And it separated between the wall of the base of Mikdash and the outside uh, Chitsona. But then the question is, according to the Gears of the Corbinade, Baram Kemandamar Zu Keneged Zu Lama. Why is the din that you burn one and you eat the other? Each one is the same value as the other. If you if they both go in and they're both Makadish, but they both entered into Chayl. So if that's enough to possible it, then both should be possible. Both should be burnt. If it's not enough, then both should be eaten. Why is the Allah that one is eaten and one is burnt? So the Gemara answers, This is how the carbonator uh, the says, Chagai, They all said, That the Pnimius that separates between the people and the wall, so that is the one that is burnt, and um, that is the one that is eaten, and the one that's on the outside is burnt, and he ends off the ain't tam bedover. It's like exeris akasiv. There's no rational reason because it's not one behind the other; it's one next to each other. Next to each other, either they're both eaten or they're both burnt. And yet the Allah is that the pnimi is eaten and the chetzayna is burnt. Am tanoi tamon. We learned by us in Bavel. We learned Amr Rabzera Tani Taman. They learned over there in Bavel the following Brisa. Navi Yeshkan Urmatumim Lamani Tsarh. If you have a Navi, what do you need also Urmatumim? However, arguing on that, Ashkah Tani we found a Brisa. Rabbi Huda and Rabbi says, Tsarh Urmatum, you need Urmatum. It seems to be a Machlaikis in Bavel, whether an Urmatum was necessary if you have a Nami. 
a Navi. Amr Rabavua, Rabavua said, it's Spalgun Rabbi Yechel There's an argument between Rabbi Yechel and Shlokish. Chad Amr Boyn of Achkach Makachin, Magdishan. One of them says that first you build the walls of whatever area you want to consecrate, and then you do the Kedusha, you consecrate it. The Charn and the other Amr Magdishan of Achkach That first you're Magdish, you're, you, you could be Magdish and then build. What is this Machlok is dependent on? We do not look at the mechitzas as if they are standing. So, um, to be forced to explain that this is totally, uh, the carbonate explains it, that this is totally on the mechitzas, whether the base of that Shlomo built, whether Kitschel Shaita the Kitschelosselove or Kitschelishaita, the Loi Kitschelosselove. The Kedusha that Shlomo Melech invested into the first base of Mikdash, does after the base of Mikdash is destroyed, does that Kedusha linger on or not? So the Man Yomer who says, he said, he's of the opinion that Kitschelishaita, Loi Kitschelosselove. There is no Kedusha. So we are creating the Kedusha and therefore it is better to first build and then be Makadish because if you're Makadish first uh, you could run into problems you could be doing things wrong so it's better to wait when everything is is up and standing then you invest with Kedusha however if we hold that Kitschel Shaita Vikitschel Aslava, that it was holy for future generations, it didn't have to become Kaddish anew, then you might as well first, um, you, might, you might as well be, build it, build it uh, le- later. It doesn't matter because it's Kaddish anyway. So according to that Mandi Yamar, it will be Magdish and Vachach it's only man da amar boyne rachmach madishin ain roynes a mechitzas kilenos. We don't say that the mechitzas are standing, and therefore his opinion is that first you build and then then you have to be magdish, but you don't elaborate the kedusha. When you have to do it, you do it. The other man the said it's kaddish already. So memela, according to him, the Allah is that magdishin and then. Boinin, because the Kedusha is there anyway, because Kitsha Lashayat, the Kitsha lost Lavoy as well. Continues the Gemara. Uh, until now, we have been learning about Yerushalayim, how you're Moisif and Yerushalayim. Now the Gemara wants to know, and it turns its attention to the Hechel. If they wanted to add on to the Hechel of the Beis Migdash, with what were they Moisif? And as we see in the Corbinate and other Mephorshim, the Gemara at this point held of two concepts. The first concept is just like the Lachme Toido that were used for Yerushalayim to be Mekadesh and Yehoisaf in Yerushalayim. They were Chomets. As we find that in Yemei Ezra, they used the bread of the Toido Corbin to be Mekadish added parts of Yishalayim, as we learned before on this stuff, because the halacha is that you can only eat the lachmitoida in Yerushalayim. 
So the Lachmitoid is the thing that has to sanctify additions to Yushalayim, and now you can eat that Lachmitoid in the addition as well. So now the Gemara thought, this is the first concept, that if we want to enlarge the Heichal, then we have to use something that is also chametz, just like the lachmi toida that were used for Yerushalayim was chametz. So we're looking for something, a korban that's chametz as well, to be mekadish to hechel. Now the shtei halechem of shvuas is chametz. So memela, this would be a proper item to use to be mekadish to hechel. That's the first concept. The second concept is you're only able to be Mikadesh, to be Moisif on Yerushalayim or the Heichel at a time when it's permitted to build. And we learned that from a Pasuk. So we see that the Kedusha of the Mishkan was only on a day where Moshe completed the building. They go hand in hand. And we also have learned elsewhere that Binyan based on Mikdish is not Dirkish Shabbos or Yantiv, as the Pasuk says, Eshab Saisa Tishmuru Umigdashiro and Yashem. That even concerning the Binyan of the Base of Mikdish, you have to fear Hashem because of Shabbos or Yantiv. So this teaches us that the building of the Base of Mikdish is not Dirk Shabbos. So if we find any day where it's usher to build, that day will also be usher to be Mekadish. Now let us see what the Gemara says. And how are you Moisim on the Heichel? You use the Shei So here we are using the first concept that just like Shei Alechem is Chametz, and we can compare it to the Lachmei Toida. That was the Chametz that was used for increasing Yerushalayim, and Shei Alechem is the Chametz that's used for increasing the Heichel. Ask the Gemara, but there's another problem, as we mentioned, you can only be Magdish on a day that you can build. So we have a kashu, Magdish and Yantiv. were brought as a korban on Shuas. And Shuas is a Yantiv. And we learned that Ein Binyan Beis Shabbos or Yantiv. So therefore, this would not be a good solution to the Shiloh of how you're Moisif on the Hegel. Because you're not Mekayim, the Indian of being Magdish on the day when you're allowed to build. Allah says the Gemara, Belechem upon him. So the Mephorshim say, Lechem upon him is not Chametz. So Memele, the Gemara at this point is giving up on the first concept that it has to be exactly like the Lachmei that has to be Chametz. Even something that's not Chametz. When was the Lechem upon him brought? From one Shabbos to the other. So the Gemara says, okay, you gave up on concept one. But even concept two is a problem because Umagdishun Bishabis, as Migdoshe Tiro, Binyan of Beis is not Dech Shabbos. So you can't build. If you can't build, you can't be Makadish. So the Shtei Alechem is not a good Eitzah. And if you wait till after Shabbos, then it's it comes out to be nicer. So the more answers, Elabalila, we have to say at night. Now the Lechem upon him was brought on Shabbos and it became nicer the next morning. So Mimele, the Gemara saying, let's use the Lechem upon him, but let's do it at night. So it's not nicer 
and it's not Shabbos, it's Matoy Shabbos. Asking more, my Dishon Balayla, the din is you're not Makadish at night either. So we have a, still have a problem with what you're Makadish. Amr of Yosibur the Minchas Mahafet, speaking about, as the Korban Ha'ed explains, the Mincha of the Chaviti of the Korin Galda was brought each day. And there's different kinds of Minchas. And this is the Mincha that was baked and rebaked in an oven. So in that sense, it's similar to the Lachmi Toida that were in an oven. And here too, although this again was not a Chametz, if you look in the Ridvaz, the last line here in the Oizvahara uh, edition, it says, Afal The Minchas was not Chametz, but we gave up on the concept of Chametz. So the only problem is that we had in all the other things, can you, can you be Magdish on Shabbos, on Yantiv, at night? But here, this is brought every day. Yes, you can be Magdishit because you're able to build on a regular day, and therefore you can be Magdish. And this is the most similar of all the Menachas. It's not raw, it's not uh, fried, it's baked in a, uh, uh, in a oven, even though it doesn't become chametz. As we turn to Daf Yud Amud Beis. Now the Gemur goes to another Indian, Nicha Bal It's very good concerning the Titus that when they went up from the Goyle in the Me'ezra, Sheikrivu Va'achar Kach Kitshu. They first were Makrev, and they, then they were Magdish. So they had Toidois from the Karbonis. They, they were Makrev, the Karbonis, and they were Makadish, the Chalis. So that works out well. But But when they entered into Eretz role, which means all the days up till Shloyman Melech who built the first base of Migdash. So how could they bring Todos when they, all those days, when they were waiting for the base of Migdash to be built? But Mekitshu, with what were they Mekadish? They couldn't bring Korbanus, so how were they Mekadish? Om Rabbi Yisibar Bun, Bishtei Todos HaBoiz Menoivigivon. Actually, this is a, not even given all, always go together, but at this period, no was destroyed. The only one that was extant was Givon. So the, you could take the Toda that comes from Givon, and Givon, the halacha was that you were able to eat the Toda all over Eretz Yisrael. So that is the Toda that they used from Givon to be Mekadesh, the Chalas, which in turn were Mekadesh sanctification of Rishalayim using Shtetoidois. And now the Gemara discusses an Indian which speaks about enlarging Rishalayim. Abishalayim, Abishal said, Shtei Batsim Hayusham. There were two marshes on the Harazesim. The bottom one and the top one. We will now read the Girsa according to the Shinri Nuschois in Ois Beis, and the Corbinator goes with this as well. In the middle it says, The lower marsh, they were Mekadosh totally. In other words, with the king, with the Vatumim, all that's required to be Mekadosh, as we've learned in previous Gemara. But the one on top, they were not Mekadish completely. So now 
let us look at the girsa in the Ridvaz, around 10 lines from the bottom. And his girsa is based on the Gemara in Babli Shulist of Tezayin Omed Aleph. And it reads as follows, HaTachtoyna Niskatcha Bekulon, Lafiko HaTachtoyna Amma Oretz Oichlin Shom Kachim Kalam, Avaloi Maestro Sheini. V'chaveirim Oichlin Shom Kachim Kalam, Umaestro Sheini. El Yoyna Amma Oretz Nichnasim Shom Oichlin Kachim Kalam, Avaloi Maestro Sheini. V'chaveirim Ein Oichlin Loi Kachim Kalam, Avaloi Maestro Sheini. So let us start with the Chaveirim. The Chaveirim in the Tachtoyna that was in Scottish completely, they ate both Maestro Sheini and Kachim Kalam. In the Alyoyna that was not in Scottish completely, they ate nothing because there was no Kedusha. The Amoritz, he had a motivation to eat the Maestro Sheini in the original wall of Yerushalayim. Why? Because Aser to Aser. Aser Bishul to Aser. You want to get rich? Do the halachas of Maeser properly. Okay, Maeser Shani. I want to do it properly. I don't want to look into any kulas in their mind because uh, I want to get rich. So therefore, I'm machmir, the Amoritz is, to have the original wall of Rishlaim and not the wall of the both the El Yoyna and the Tachtoyna. I don't want to get into any kulas. I'm going to be machmir. But in the, in the Kachin column, he had no reason to be machmer, so therefore he ate both El Yoyna and Tachtoyna, he ate Kachim Kalim. The, the Chaveirim, they said, what is, the, what is the case here? If it's El Yoyna, it was the Lightning Kachikulim, so you don't eat anything. You don't say like the Amorites, I won't eat my Sushani, but I will eat Kachim Kalim. If there's no Kedush, you eat nothing. El in the Tachtoyna, the Tachtoyna was in the Scottish completely, this guy's completely, then you can eat both Maestro Shani and Kachin Kalm. That's the gears according to Redvaz and in the Babali Duff Tezvov Omid Aleph in Masech Teshuas. Now the Gemara wants to know why Neymar like it And we're going down approximately six, seven lines. Neymar like it Why didn't they make a complete Kedusha? In the Al Yoyna, they only did it in Tachtoyna. Because the uh, carbonator says, like the erv of Yerushalayim was revealed over there. They could have destroyed it from there. In other words, they were up on a hill in the Alyaina, and they could pour down weapons. Therefore, even though they, they weren't Mekadosh completely, but still they wanted it to be part of Yerushalayim so that they want to have a wall there in Parvishlam so that the enemy would not easily be able to defeat the army in Yerushalayim because this was an 